You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode six. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Hey there, amazing business owners. Angela here, and welcome to another episode of Business and Life Conversations with Angela Henderson. I hope your day is going brilliantly, and I hope that it gets a little bit better with this episode because today's goal is to educate you about everything to do with Messenger Bot. What is a bot? Why your business needs a bot? Benefits of chatbots, different types of chatbots for business, and how to get you started creating your very own Messenger chatbot today. But in order to educate us, I needed to bring this, bring in the U.S. Messenger chatbot specialist, Mary Catherine Johnson from Messenger Funnels. Welcome to the show, Mary Catherine. Woohoo. Hello there, Angela. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on board. What time is it where you're at? Because you are in the U.S. and we're in Australia. <laughs> it's uh, 10, 11 p.m. Gosh, dude. So again, <laughs> you're either caffeinating or potentially on your wine, maybe. So one of the two. <laughs> I got my good tea here. I'm trying to mellow out. Yeah, trying to just, you know, stay focused. All right, perfect, perfect. Well, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for, again, staying up past your bedtime to be here tonight. I appreciate that. I'm so blessed. Thank you. No, no worries. Now, before we jump into the world of messenger bots, I'd love to know more about your journey in business. Now, I've done some research. And obviously, when what I found out is when you were pregnant with your second son, I believe you broke both your legs, you wrote your first book and you created your first business. Now, this is a little bit juicy. So again, not that I encourage anyone to go break both legs, but I would no. love to know a little bit about how you know this business journey started for you. It, it started um, with a fall and okay. uh, coming out my neighbor's front door with my then three-year-old and my eight-month pregnant baby hotel sticking out in front of me. <laughs> And uh, couldn't see where I was walking and things, kids were out the, coming out the door all around me and all this chaos. And I just proceeded to fall down the steps. Baby's perfectly fine. Everything's yep. wonderful there. Not a problem. I had plenty of padding <laughs> to uh, cushion the fall. Um, but when I finally rolled down the three steps of her front porch, I landed with two broken legs and uh, I got to go through labor, delivery, um, caring for my newborn and my toddler and my home and my husband with a cast up to the knee on both legs. Oh, and my I say, goodness. I say caring for my husband. He, he did everything. Once that happened, he did the laundry. He did the cooking. He did the grocery shopping. He did everything, cleaning, everything. So how um, long were you in the casts for? Um, the first cast I got off at seven weeks and the second cast I didn't get off until 12 weeks. Oh, my goodness. So I couldn't care. Think about it. I couldn't carry my newborn or my, at that, that time, three-month-old. Yeah. Um, I couldn't carry him. I, I, because I had a cast and when I, when I finally got one cast off, I still had the other cast on and couldn't put any weight on it. So I, I had to, in order to carry him anywhere, I would have to put him in the car seat and drag the car seat behind me as I hopped down the hall. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's really funny now, uh, but it wasn't then because I had a, I had a bedside commode even. And of course the, the, uh, the irony of that situation where I had a changing station for my newborn and a bedside commode for me. Oh my 
uh, the irony was not lost on anybody. You know, that thing followed me around just like the diapers followed my son around. Dude, I mean, but you would have to, you would just have to adapt in those circumstances. And so I guess during this time, I'm assuming you'll have to tell me that because you were probably laid flat on your back for a better term for so long, is this when you started thinking about your book and your business? You know what? Actually, I started thinking about it before that with my firstborn because okay. I, um, we, it took us a long time to get pregnant. Uh-huh. Um, we tried, then we had, we got pregnant, then we had a miscarriage, then we tried again for another year. We got pregnant, had another miscarriage. And finally, when I was pregnant with my first son and it's, it stuck, uh, I felt like this is the toughest class I've ever taken in college, you know, mm-hmm. high school, anywhere. It was like, it, this is something people take for granted. Why is it so difficult for me? And so it just came to me and this was, I'm going to date myself, 1998. Okay. And, uh, I went to my Windows PC, 98, <laughs> PC, and I tapped out in Excel a spreadsheet that was a fall semester report card. Mm-hmm. And first class was pregnancy 101. And I finally got an A plus in that. And the second yep. class was pregnancy prevention. And I finally failed that. Mm-hmm. And so I printed out this uh, report card, took it to a sports shop, took a blank white maternity shirt from Target and said, can you put this design on this shirt? Yep. And they said, yes. And I wore it everywhere and got stopped everywhere. That was the beginning of, oh my gosh, I could do this. I could, yep. I could create a business out of this because everybody asked me, where did you get that? And I started to tell them how they could make it. They're like, well, I don't want to make it. Where do I buy it? Like, yep. ding, 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 right? Yep. By the time I could do anything with it, I went into early labor and was in the hospital and uh, had to stop the labor and then was on bed rest. And then life takes over when you have a baby, your first baby, especially. Especially, so yes. I didn't even think about it again until I pulled out that maternity shirt again with my second son mm-hmm. and wore that, got the exact same response. But then I fell and broke my, both my legs. Yes. So of course life takes over. But then by the time I got through that process, I was depressed because I'm a very type A personality. So when I can't move and I can't do anything for myself and I'm very independent, that was not a good thing. Yep. Um, and we got past that, pa- learned about myself. When he was 18 months old, I just said, I can do this. And I started coming up with all kinds of designs. And I said, if I can, if I can survive breaking both my legs while I was eight months pregnant and still have my sense of humor intact, mm-hmm. I can do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I started my first business called Mommy Loves and I created, I was the first um, maternity store online. Wow, did, how fun is that? Myself. I did my, I created the website, I created the shopping cart. I, I mean, everything. Of course, this was pre-social media, pre-Facebook yeah. <laughs> um, and how launched that. How did you that. survive, Catherine? Telling you. How could we? It was crazy, but that, that was it. And I just I have not looked back. Well, I mean, if that's not exciting, seriously. And the fact that you had this idea and it was still there with the second birth is really cool. And then you're just kind of, like you said, your mindset kind of shifted going, hold on a minute. It had to. to this, like, let's rock and roll people. I've got this. That That's exactly what was needed. So basically I, I went through early labor and was hospitalized and that wasn't enough of a hint mm-hmm. um, until I, you know, basically I think if I'd had a third, I might've broken my neck. I don't know, but um, <laughs> at least I only broke my legs. And that was basically the hint, like, you know, guess what, dude, you can do this. Just, just buck up and do it. Yep. And uh, I said, okay. All right. And so that's kind of your beginning journey of business. And now we'll kind of enter into this, do you know what I mean? Next part again with the messenger bots. And so Back in March, February, March, which was a phenomenal month because I, as did you, we attended Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. Now, I have to say my main goal for the conference was to learn about Messenger chatbots. I had it on my list of things to do. I had all the particular classes or courses, you know what I mean, or speakers that were going to be talking. I had them all mapped out. And that was my core thing. 
So I was sitting in the front row of Andrew Warner's talk, how to set up your first marketing bot in less than 45 minutes. And I had my pen, I had my paper. And during his talk, he actually kept making reference to you. And I remember looking back at you and I'm like, I just instantly put my pen down and I was like, I don't have time to learn this. Like, this is like, I mean, anyone can learn it, right? Just like anything, anyone can do it. But I just was like, everything else that I'm balancing, podcasts, this, and the other, I was like, I don't have time to learn another thing. So I like looked back, made eye contact. At that stage, you'd be like, who probably is this crazy staring me down? Um, and then that was, that was kind of the end of it. And as soon as this talk finished, I remember going straight over to you. We connected. And I guess from there, you know, the rest is history. You're currently creating my own personalized chatbot, which I'm excited to, you know, get up and running. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we met. But the beauty, again, we were talking prior to this recording about the beauty of connections and in-person, you know, in-person meeting. And I think, you know, I'm very fortunate that I just happened to be at that wonderful conference, social media marketing world that you just happened to be there. And like I said, it, we would never have connected elsewise. You know, I have to, I have to really hone in on that exact concept because that first business I told you about was, I started that in 2003. And my first conference that was actually a big conference for me to just go and absorb was social media marketing world. So I've been in online business for 15 years, but I haven't been out from behind my computer. And it makes a huge difference. I've made all kinds of connections and they are fruitful connections. They're amazing connections with amazing people. But when you actually get to meet people face to face, it makes a huge difference. And that's exactly what prompted me and how I got to know Andrew Warner. And just that whole journey has been a series of choices. Just like when you put that pen down and went, why am I spending my time learning this when it's not my core competency, when I could help more people continuing to do my zone of genius Mm -hmm. and get someone else to do this for me instead of trying to bring myself up to speed on it, get someone who's already up to speed and I keep doing what I do best. That's exactly what it takes. And that's what I did with Andrew Warner. I I didn't pay for courses. I didn't do anything. And when I saw this chatbot thing and I was on his first ever webinar, it just was like, I, I have to do this. I have to learn how to do this. This is not, this is not just a, you know, landing page software or something. This is it because I'm a marketing person. I have 15 years of marketing under my belt and this makes sense. And I talked, it does. I talked to him on the phone. He, I, I told, I gave, I'm sure he didn't like it, but I gave him some advice and told him, you're going after the wrong market, dude. You are going after technology people. You need marketers. Go get marketers. Forget these technologists. Go get my, he was probably thinking I'm a nut, but you know, it just, it just one thing led to another. I, um, I was on, uh, was one of his uh, best students and he invited me to uh, San Francisco, all expenses paid, which isn't that difficult for me because I'm only about three hours away, (laughs) but still he put me up in a hotel. He put me up in a hotel, had me um, meet the many chat gang. So I got to hang out with Dan uh, Gamito and uh, Mikhail Young and look at all the stuff they were doing and, and talk to Andrew about bots. I mean, it was heaven. It was absolutely heaven. And that just culminated and kept going with relationships and networking and giving value to others uh, and just surrounding myself with people I respect. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said. And I always, I, I think Lumangelo has probably been in eight of my only six podcasts that I've recorded so far because I love the guy <laughs> and for what he stands for. But Lumangelo from WDW in the US, I met him at Tropical Think Tank with Chris Ducker and his whole philosophy is hugs and a handshake. 
if you're able to give your people hugs and a handshake, regardless if they're going to be in collaborations, your clients, etc., your business will naturally grow because even if people don't buy from you, they're still loyalists and they will talk about you and tag you in groups and do a variety of different things. And they will, some will turn into customers and others won't. But regardless of that, your opportunities will skyrocket all because of a hug and a handshake. So I kind of live by this hug and a handshake type of philosophy. I have to agree with you. And I have to tell you that none of my business has come from me doing any kind of outbound sales. Mm -hmm. It's all been for the past year and a half, people uh, whom I've been my clients and who bring me more clients and people I've met and talked to about this that come to me. It's not that I'm calling people and going, don't you need a chat bot? Come and buy it from me. I haven't had to do any of that yet at all. And And I hope I don't have to. If you go back to marketing old school, you know, like from the yellow pages, but even one step back from that, the word of mouth. And I still feel hands down word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Yet so many people don't embrace it. And I'm like, but when you do embrace it, good things happen. Definitely. Yep. Now, I know we kind of went off on tangent and that's the beauty is like, again, you and I could talk for hours. So I'll try and hold us in because us two ladies who you're sleep deprived and I just love talking, we'll hold it in. So now listen, one of the things I have to be honest about is I went on a massive rant in my Facebook group, the Australian Business Collaborative, prior to heading to social media marketing world about messenger chat box. And I thought that they sucked and how they couldn't possibly good for your business because it was unhuman-like. Um, however, after listening to Andrew's presentation and just being around the vibe of social media marketing world and with also America being so far more advanced than Australia in some of these elements um, and working with you for the past couple of months on getting my bot ready. It is clear that messenger chat box chatbots are here to stay. And I remember coming back from social media marketing world and talking about, you know, with my groups and things like that about what was my main takeaways and one of my, my primary main takeaway, which was my sole reason for going was messenger chat box. And uh, yeah, they are here to stay. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, they are here to stay and they are morphing and changing before our eyes. Um, we're just talking about Messenger, so that's just Facebook. Mm-hmm. Twitter's opening up chatbots. LinkedIn's opening up chatbots. And probably WhatsApp will be coming very, very soon. Um, so the, that's it's, it's not going away. Um, AI is here. Artificial intelligence is here. And uh, I agree with you in the sense that my, your, your concern is valid, that it is not personal, that it is bots. And it's um, all these things. It's, it's the phone tree all over again, where you get stuck going through, you know, press number nine and press number three press, and you get yeah. lost. But you know what? Bots are different in the sense that we can, it, it allows us to personalize our conversation like we've never been able to before and provide the individual value that people need mm-hmm. because we can segment people. We can ask people questions and then deliver exactly what they tell us they need rather than, you know, a, a, a standard email sequence that all you get is tagged. And if you click the link, then you get sent a different email than if you didn't click the link, then you exactly. get sent this email. It's still static. It's not engaging. It's not interactive at all. And bots are. So bots, again, I guess I'll strip it back one more thing, because I think, again, a lot of my listeners, I'm going to assume, especially with if they're in Australia, are going to be probably sitting there going, I'm going to need to know a little bit more about a messenger bot, because you guys, it might be a little, you're, you're freaking me out here. So I guess, <laughs> but we're, you know, before we move too far ahead, uh, as I said, many of my listeners, listeners might not even know what a messenger bot is. Can you just explain in very simple language, I guess, first of all, what a messenger chat bot is? 
Definitely. All right. So let me start with a question. Um, Most of your audience, I'm sure, is aware of an email marketing plan, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we all know about email marketing, right? You get someone, you get one to someone to subscribe to your email list by usually giving them some kind of a lead magnet or a bribe, right? Yep. Uh And then they get on your email list, and you send them a series of emails directing them to your different products or services, or or getting them to know you a little bit better before you then try and sell them something. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's kind of a standard email funnel. Right. Yep. Absolutely. The chat, the chat bot, the messenger chat bot is the messenger text like equivalent of that. Okay. As simplest terms, it's a communication tool, period. Just like email is a communication tool. So if I said I build chat bots, that'd be like saying I build emails. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's just a communication tool. I build marketing communication funnels in messenger because okay. that the chatbot's just the communication tool. So you do the same thing. You get a subscriber in Messenger. Mm-hmm. You nurture them, share information with them, ask them questions, get them to click buttons. That's the difference between email and Messenger. They can click buttons. They can type replies. And you can provide value based on their interaction with your communication, your marketing communication in Messenger. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. So really it's just, and would you say that because the majority of people are in the realm of email and open rates are going down, but yet people carry their phone everywhere are in Facebook or in messenger, probably so much more. I don't have the data in front of me than in a typical email that messenger bots open rates are potentially higher maybe. And, or just the, the nurturing of that relationship is higher. There's no potential about it. It is fact. So basically, if you look at uh, Messenger, there are, I mean, I don't even remember the the numbers. There's more than a billion people on Messenger. There are, uh, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of messages, if not billions of messages sent every month on Messenger. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the chatbots versus um, email, email open rates are typically 20% or lower. Not very many all across all industries. Nobody goes p- typically over over 30% on average. Mm-hmm. The click-through rates, typically no more than 4.5%, okay, yep. to get people to click through to your link. Yep. Messenger blows that away. So my clients continually and consistently get anywhere from 80 to 100% open rates because people are on their phones and they have the messenger app and they get that. And they also still have the notifications on their messenger open, whereas they don't get notified of emails hardly ever anymore, mm-hmm. but they get notified every time they get a message on Facebook. So 80 to hundred percent open rates and anywhere on the low side of 40 to 45% and on the high side, 80% click through rate. Yeah. So Which is all you really have to do phenomenal. is take those. Yeah. It, all you have to do is take those numbers and then add your conversion percentage to it. And no matter what, you're going to make more money because you get more people seeing your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And also, is there a, like a junk filter in messenger bot? Like there is like, you know, things are like people say, I didn't get your email. You're like, man, I sent it to you on this day at this time. They're like, Oh, it was in my spam. Is that kind yeah. of similar or no? No, not at all. Because the difference with email, you, you can buy email lists, right? You know, mm-hmm. your, your emails are sold all over the place. Yep. Facebook will not allow that. Okay. okay. Facebook, you cannot, I cannot send you a message from a business, from my business. I cannot send you a message unless you opt in. 
Okay. So you actually have to click the button and choose to receive my messages. You might not know that you click the button. If you go to my Facebook page, my business page, and you click send me a message and uh-huh. you click get started. If you ever click get started, you just subscribe to something. Okay. okay? Gotcha. Yeah. But you have to do that. You, I can't just go out and message you without your permission. Yep. It has to so say, if I you do that, yep. yep. If you do that, but then it's also just as easy to unsubscribe. And then I can't send you any more messages. And the way you do that, just to tell everybody, if you're being annoyed and you don't like this chat bot that you thought was going to be the coolest thing in the world, just type the word stop. Okay. And Facebook, they should, they are supposed to give you the immediate unsubscribe button. You click that unsubscribe. You cannot hear from them again, unless you choose to go back and subscribe again. Oh, well, that's an awesome universal type. You know, because yep. so many times it's like you unsubscribe, you get back added, you, and you're just like, I'm pretty sure I unsubscribed to this list 50 times. How do they keep <laughs> adding me? You know, so they so buy your list again. Exactly right. And they just keep mm-hmm. on going. So that's, <laughs> I mean, that's super, super exciting. So now tell me, what are the benefits of having a messenger chatbot as part of your overall business strategy, though? So this is the most exciting part and the way that I love working for people like yourself the most. Okay. So I, I'm, it's wonderful. I can just go in my little corner and build a little chat bot and build a little messenger marketing flow and all that good stuff. But if I don't know your overall market strategy and your goals, I'm not going to be as effective. So let me tell you what I mean by that. So let's say you're going to do a launch. Let's say there's someone on in your audience that's going to launch a webinar or they're going to launch an online course. They've got this great idea. People have told them, yes, you're teaching me this so well. They've got testimonies, all this stuff. So they're like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to launch my course. Well, they're going to go out and they're launch their course and they're going to do the standard funnel, right? The standard marketing. They're going to set up a registration page, maybe to invite people to a webinar to tell them about their course. Then they're going to send them to a landing page or a sales page, then a, a order page. And they're going to do that whole process. And that's wonderful. Now they're going to do Facebook ads and maybe even Google ads and send to their email list. And they have all this whole plan. And then there's a little, little chat bot over here going, hello, hello, I can do a lot for you if you do that. And basically that's what we need to do is tie into, there are several ways in that particular situation, we can just come into the back end of your email list already. So when you get to the thank you page, after someone subscribed to your, your webinar, we can just have a little button on there that says, do you want notifications in Messenger? When we go live, they click that button, they get a notification, and we've just now increased attendance to your webinar by 30%. Okay? There's one way, but you might have a different way. You might have a huge Facebook business page. People are interacting with you like crazy. You've got 20,000 people on your business page, 10,000, 5,000, I don't care, 500, but they're interactive. They love what you have to say, and they respond and comment with you. Well, the better way to do that is to do what's called a Facebook comment tool. So you put a post on your page or you go live on your business page, and you say, hey, comment on this post um, and answer the question, what's your biggest business mistake you've ever made? You get them to talk to you. You get them to go on the Facebook Live. You get them to comment their answer to that, and you tell them, when you comment, I'm going to share in Messenger my 15 biggest business mistakes and the solutions to those so you don't make them. Uh So comment, comment on this post and you'll get that. Well, once they comment, they become a subscriber in Messenger. We nurture them to go to your webinar. Uh So that's how it can affect your business strategy. You have to know overall what is best for you. Are you spending money on ads? Do you have more interaction on Facebook? Do you have a higher email list and you just want to send a message and a link to their email list? There are so many options. If we know your market strategy and you have that decided, you can add Messenger as it's like rocket fuel. 
It, it doesn't matter what you're doing when you add those numbers of open and click-through rates because your audience is on Facebook, right? Yeah. You know that. Yes. You add those numbers and you can't help but boost your launch, your webinar, your course, your mastermind, whatever it is you're doing. Yep. So now, so then, so really, I mean, from what you said, I mean, there's multiple different layers of the benefits, do you know what I mean, that will, that will come out. And so I guess for some people who are more concrete like me, where I'm kind of like, I need a visual. So all this kind of, this jargon sounds, it sounds great. It sounds awesome, but I can't, it's still in my brain because I've got ADHD and it goes a million miles an hour. I'm still having problems processing. So can you tell me what type of messenger, now again, we know there's different types, but can you give me a few examples of what type of messenger chatbots are there um, and the examples of what businesses could use, you know, use for, for their own business? Yes, definitely. So you, if you could tell, direct me. So give me an idea of someone in your audience, what type of email funnel would they currently have that they are using to grow their business or launch a product or anything like that? So give me an idea of what that um, might be. Let's kind of look at, let's do like an e-commerce platform, for example. So mm -hmm. let's just say again, what we could do, my, my first business, which is still going, Finley and Me, where we focus on creating childhood memories through play, love and travel. We have 1400 different baby products or educational toys. What would my chatbot from an e-commerce perspective potentially mm -hmm. do? That is one of the most exciting things that we can do. So um, there's another platform called ChatFuel, and ManyChat is very, very fast approaching the abilities, the capabilities for e-commerce that ChatFuel has. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to take what I've done for my e-commerce clients in ChatFuel. Mm -hmm. So we have... Um, an e-commerce business and they're selling a widget, whatever that might be. And we, they want a chat bot, a couple of different things they can do. Number one, they might want to start with an FAQ um, customer chat on their website. Sure. And what happens is there's that little, little button, little bubble on the bottom uh, right corner that says, how can we help you? Uh -huh. And you know, you, you expect that that's a live person. Most times it's not yeah. most times it's a bot. And yeah. so there's a bot that you can do in messenger and it can say, you know, you can talk about your shipping um, requirements, your um, order times, all those typical, what are your hours, whatever that might be, those typical FAQs that you get. There's yeah. where most people start. Then they actually hook their, hook the bot up to their uh, e-commerce website and they wow. do, let's say lead magnets, you know, you're on your Facebook page and you're selling your thing and you're talking to people about what you're selling and you do the comment tool again to get them into your bot to subscribe instead uh -huh. of email, right? Yep. You get yep. your lead magnet, you get them to subscribe. Then Okay, you ready for this, Angela? What happens is you actually call your website into Messenger. Oh. So what happens is instead of clicking a link and saying, go to the website, and then all of a sudden now your phone has to open a browser yep. and then it has to go to your site. No, we keep you in Messenger. Wow. So we basically call your website into Messenger. So the person never leaves Messenger. Facebook loves you because you're not sending people outside of Facebook. Mm -hmm. They stay there, but your entire website is represented there. So your shopping cart, your uh, everything, all of your options are right there in Messenger. So that when they choose and they buy, they close that window, they're back in Messenger with your So ultimately, bot. you're really for the price of setting up a chatbot per se, you have two different websites, really. You've got your standard website, do you know what I mean? And now you've got your website through a chatbot. Would I be correct, correct. in saying that? You could be, but we're not actually building that. You can, yeah. because that's another option, but with yeah. 1,300 products, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
right? You, there's no way, but you can. Facebook does have the buy option now where you can actually purchase things in Messenger. Yes. But of course, we're not going to build a whole new website. Why would we do oh, that? You already no. have your shopping cart. You already have your, you know, your accounts, everything done. So all we do is call that website in and just, it's called a web view. So it's just a view of your website inside Messenger and everything still happens. And now what we also have as an option yep. is we're starting to do um, abandoned carts. Oh, so well, that's going to throw another spanner. Hello. Oh my goodness. Yep. So they get their cart. They, they bring your, your uh, website into messenger. They choose their thing, but then they get disturbed by their kid or they, you know, go have to go to the meeting in the car or they just have to think about it, whatever. And they abandon that cart. Well, then we send them 30 minutes later. Uh, Hey, did you forget something? Uh-huh. Here, didn't you want this? And you know, obviously that increases, uh, purchases. Right. Yeah. And usually about 10% of the people who are presented that purchase the thing that they put in a cart. Um, So that's another thing, but it's in messenger. And again, it's not an email where they're not going to see it. Uh It's in messenger where they're notified and they're like, Oh, that's right. I wanted to get that thing. And also you would have to also argue that obviously we know with the research that the more clicks or the more buttons you make people click or the more hurdles you make them, the higher the chances that they're going to drop off. So if they've just had to do one click and they're already a messenger bot and there they can purchase from you, naturally there would be a higher increase of conversion also. That's right. Because they don't have to give, there's the barrier to entry is decreased. They don't have to type in their name, type in their email, then go check their email, verify it's them, click on the link and then go do something. None of that. They just click one button, get into your bot and then they click get started and they're there. All right. So from an (laughs) e-commerce point of view, it's super exciting to be able to really buy at your fingertips, have a abandoned shopping cart. So that's kind of Mm e-commerce. Tell me, um, Mm -hmm. I think I read somewhere about Domino's. You can order your pizza through a messenger chatbot. Is that right? Yes, there are, there are, um, restaurant ordering processes. There are restaurants where you can actually go and use a scan code and tell them that you want this item and have it ready for you if you wanted to go and pick it up. There are, uh, coupon delivery options. There are making reservations through your bot. Um, there are mental health, uh, facilities and, and help in a bot. Um, Flow, the insurance gal for, um, what's that insurance company again? The, the gal, what is the, um, oh my goodness, darn not, it. I can see your I'm, face. I'm but thinking I can't remember. our insurance the company, insurance. Which is like, lucky you're with Amy, but you're in the US. So I'm like, not the one with yeah, the Yeah. So it, there's a certain, <laughs> no, no, not that. Not, um, not Aflac. Yeah. No. Aflac, I'm sure they're having I, a bot. I remember Aflac. Do you remember when I was there? Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. But there's another insurance company here that's very popular that's represented by this gal and she's got a bot and it's, uh, you know, it's you, you can use keywords. So whenever type something, someone types something, um, you can use artificial intelligence to learn and understand what it is you're trying to say. Not just if you say this exact keyword, but if you say this phrase or anything like it, uh-huh. The bot can learn what it is most of your customers type and present and say, oh, did you mean you wanted to know what our shipping prices were? Uh-huh. Or, oh, I'm sorry, did I understand you to say that you want to know when our hours are? Uh-huh. I mean, you can make appointments. You can purchase. There's there's there, it's, it, there's, the there's no limit. Endless. There's no <laughs> limit. <laughs> Well, well, that's, again, obviously I'm getting familiarized every day with you creating my own bot. Um, but yeah, for those who aren't, if these examples aren't giving you guys heart palpitations of excitement, <laughs> then I don't know what is. So now, 
obviously, I think we answered it a little bit. So it's going to, I think, have a significant positive impact from an e-commerce perspective. But I also would say that for those people who are nervous, etc., your business will probably still chug along just fine. SEO will help, but you're going to get left behind. Would you? What are, what are your thoughts about that one? I would absolutely agree with that. So this is a rocket ship right now, and yes, we are still in the very early stages, even here in the U.S. Okay, Angela, when you when we went to Social Media Marketing World, so Social Media Examiner is the company that puts that on. Mm-hmm. They put out a yearly report where they yes. survey like ten thousand marketers. Okay, in that report, it was of course heavily talking about bots. And in that report, they, out of the 10,000 or so marketers that they surveyed, only 15% of them are using chatbots. Yeah. So even though, yes, I'm in this world and I think everybody's using them, but they're not. And you're in this world and you're realizing that a lot of people are using it. It's still very early stages. So yeah. I would say get in now because you're in the, the place now is a lot of the kinks are worked out. And so now we're coming to the part where it's just exponential growth because now these companies like ManyChat and yeah. ChatFuel are starting to add things and grow and learn and the technology is developing enough so that it's much easier to do things. Mm-hmm. So now is the time. You're early enough still that you're you're a very early adopter and you're not getting left behind because now everybody's doing it and the numbers are going to start going down. Yes. Now is the time. Do it. Now it's the time. And that's why I jumped on that ship, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So yes. It it, 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 and it's again, every time I read something, every time I touch face, you know, it's, it's super amazing. So if some of you guys are kind of wondering, you're like, Oh, well, you know, how, what about this chatbot type of scenario is you can have, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Mary Catherine, you can have this like a standardized chatbot, I guess, if it's applicable, but you can also have complex chatbots. Do you know what I mean? So where there's more human like elements, so you're nurturing them a little bit more. And so if you hear me, why you're like, well, why aren't your, why is it yours up and running already? It's because I've decided to go more of a nurture type of chatbot mm-hmm. and it's a lot more humanistic because that's mm-hmm. doing what I've wanted. So mm-hmm. um, obviously it takes a little bit longer to build a personalized chatbot, just like, a website would take longer to build. So yeah, so you can have stock standard chatbots or you can have personalized. Is that right, Mary Catherine? It is very much. And even, yeah, it definitely is because the the more nurturing type of chatbot, the more customized um, is going to have what we call conditional logic, right? So we, we want them to go through this process, but there may be people, let's say you offer a lead magnet one time and then they see a different lead magnet somewhere else. Well, when they come into your chatbot, we don't want to offer them that same lead magnet they've already seen. We want to understand whether they've seen it yet or not. Mm -hmm. And so we have conditional logic built in so that we don't just ask them, oh, did you get this thing? We should know that. It's artificial intelligence. We should know whether they got it. So we we build that into the process and make sure that we are segmenting people. That's the beauty of it. We didn't even talk about tagging. You can tag every single button that they push and figure out where it is they are and what it is they're interested in. So when you tag that, you can send specialized messages only to those people that have chosen and and pushed that button. Um, That's nurturing. And again, this is where I think it's important for businesses to realize that if you're just starting out in startup, you can just have a very simple chatbot. It doesn't have to be complex. Just it's it's where you're at in business and your chatbot, I'm assuming, will just evolve just like your business will evolve over time. So don't be afraid that when we're talking about these complex chatbots that you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't do it. It's too complex. It's because of where I'm at in business and where some of probably, you know, Mary Catherine's clients are. But again, there's equally, do you know what I mean, just as good as, do you know what I mean, a, do you know what I mean, a simpler do you know what I mean, version, again, and it's tailored for audience. 
Completely, yes. And it's really just like email. So you might be starting at MailChimp or Constant Contact. That's perfect. Get started, right? That's the whole, what you were told. You don't have to start with Infusionsoft and all these big, huge things that you do all these bells and whistles if you don't need the bells and whistles yet. But exactly. you don't want to not start because you think you need the bells and whistles. No, exactly that's right. the case. Yeah. Just start. Just start with a simple lead magnet. Do a simple nurturing. Get to know your audience. Ask questions. There's a guy here that's uh, named Ryan Levesque who has a, a product called the Ask Method. And it's all about asking questions to segment your audience and find out what it is they need. If you just do that, you are ahead of the game because you're learning what your audience needs well, yeah, and you can, can provide the solution. Yeah. Work out their pain points, come up with something that's going to solve the problem. Absolutely. That's it. Now, as I mentioned, when I first started though, I am very, again, Lou hugs to handshake. I'm a very people person. I'm very engaged again in my Australian business collaborative Facebook group. Tell me how you add a human element to a messenger chatbot. So it's not so automated. Well, first off, many, many of my clients add, basically have a personality for their bot. Okay, huh? so we don't want to try and fool people. We don't want to make them think that it's really you and that if they are up late at night and they can't sleep and they go check out your chat bot, that it's actually you typing that message. Okay, no, we're not trying to fool them into that. Yeah, yeah, because no. Many of my clients actually give a personality to their bot and they uh -huh. have a picture with like a little robot or a cute little, you know, digital type of thing. Yeah, and they yeah, yeah. This is the Angela bot, right? And, um, you know, I'm Angela bot and I'm here because Angela's off helping other business owners expand their business and have an amazing life. So what can I help you with? And there's, here's the buttons that you can push. So it's, it's fun. It also allows, um, the user to feel a little more anonymous because mm -hmm. they're very surprised. I jump in my bot quite often mm -hmm. and people are playing around and typing things. They're typing hello or go away or something. <laughs> Some nice things to say, or, you know, I mean, they're just playing around and typing things and they're surprised when I jump in and say, Oh, I'm sorry. Did my bot offend you? And they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, they're freaking out, but it's, it's really funny. But, um, so they, you, they feel like they can be a little bit anonymous and just kind of play around and see how things are working without, without having to speak to someone because they may not be ready yet to make the difference. Yeah. So number one, give your bot a personality and it should uh -huh. be very close to your personality. Okay. Uh -huh. Because they, if they're going to relate to you, they need to be able to raise, relate to your bot, uh -huh. you know, relate to you through your bot. Yep. Um, so that's number one. Number two, um, take that personality and ask those kinds of engaging and personalized questions. Yeah. So don't just be standard. Right. Don't just be, um, so we would like to invite you to our webinar next Tuesday. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't talk that way. I say, so I'd love to invite you to my webinar or, yeah. you know, if you, if you unsubscribe, if you want to unsubscribe, just type stop and I'll, I'll never mail you again or I'll never message you again, but I'll be very sad. Yeah. You know, so add some fun to personality it. into it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to engage with you. Yes. So it needs to reflect you a certain amount, but definitely give it a, a personality and let them know that it is your bot. All right. I think most people could handle, do you mean that it's not human to human, but it's human enough, especially if they take on your feedback about adding a personality, bringing some fun into it, you know, that, and again, I think it's about testing also, you know, test, test, test. And if you test yes. and you find out what do you mean works best, well then stick with that. You know, it's never the, the end all be all. 
Yeah. And let me tell you one more thing. So what we also put in some of those messages, we have a welcome message. So if someone goes to your Facebook page and they click the send a message or find out more and you have your bot attached, you can have um, a welcome sequence on there. And one of the options when we have the welcome sequence is talk to a human. Uh-huh. So, you know, you tell them, do you want to visit my website? Do you want to find out about my programs? Do you want to make an appointment with me? And one of the options should be, do you want to talk to a real person? Then if they say yes, and they click that button, then you can say, great. How would you like us to contact you via email or via phone? Or And you can actually have an option to have the Facebook admins, the admins of your Facebook page notified immediately when they click that button. Yeah. So then you can jump right into there and respond right when they, right when they message you. So it's instant. So that's one thing we do in the welcome message. And then also there's a default message so that if they go outside the bot and they start playing with it, like I was telling you, some people do, and instead of pressing a button, they type something back. Well, default message can be there to say, you know what? And and here again is part of your, um, your bot's personality. You know what? I'm just an Angela bot and I'm still learning. So I really respond much better if you click buttons than if you type messages. Yeah. So which of these are you looking for? And then you give them some more buttons and you train people to press the buttons unless they need to talk to you personally. Yeah. So there are, those are even more ways that you can personalize the experience for people and let them know, yes, you can contact me, but this is also an automated way that you can get all the information you need. And I like that you've added the human element. So they know it's a bot, but if they want a human, the choice is there. So you're not taking it away completely. You're just adding it as another dimension or element. Yep. And how many more programs do you sell to people that you're offering when they ask questions and you're responsive to their questions and they're not waiting for you to send them back an email 24 hours later or 48 hours later or whenever your team or whomever is handling your emails gets back to it. You are right there real time, unless of course it's 2 a.m., but uh, you're normally there real time and you can jump in and answer their questions. My clients are selling more because they're responding personally in an automated bot. Yeah. So, for all those out there, do you mean they're going, I need this. I need to get a piece of this. As you said, Mary Catherine, the rocket ship is launching. You want to be on this ride. What's the easiest way for people to get started on creating their own messenger bot? Well, there's a couple of different ways. Number one, if you want to do it yourself and you're just so hot on this and you're just, you were a person that learned how to use lead pages or you learned how to use Infusionsoft and you did it for your business and that's the way that's your MO, it's what you want to do. Then you can go to manychat.com and there's a whole series of um training videos for you to learn how to do that yourself. They'll take you like a 10 hour course. I think that they're giving away for free. It's for free and they just take you through all of the the basics of building a bot and how you do it and how you put copy in and what do you do with buttons and everything that you need to know to just get started. So it's amazing. Dan and uh um, Molly, Molly Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. They just put this together. They did an amazing job and uh, they're great people. So if you want to do it yourself, do that. If you want to have someone else do it for you and you want to keep doing your core competency, then you can go to messengerfunnels.com and see if I can help you. And there are many other bot agencies that you yeah. can tap into to find the person that relates to you, understands what it is you want to do and that you feel comfortable building your bot for you. And absolutely. And I think, again, you have to connect with the people, but I also think, again, word of mouth, you know, so again, I would completely back, you know, you 100% because that's, I mean, you've been amazing to work with so far and, you know, it's going to be amazing. Now, let me ask you this before we go into one more segue. Who are Messenger chatbots not for? Is there a group of people or cohort that you've found so far that Messenger bots might not be for them? 
Yes. Um, and I, I'm, it's my bias with Messenger and um, I'll cop to it immediately. But if you are a business who really does not care about building a relationship with your customer and you just want to sell the widget and go on to the next one, then Messenger probably won't be the place for you because Messenger is completely relationship and engagement based. So let me give you an example. I tried to build a Messenger bot for an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even the insurance company. It was someone trying to sell leads to the insurance company. Yeah. So all they cared about is getting a lead, passing it through to the insurance company, and they got paid per lead. Sure. It was a dismal failure. And yeah. mainly because I hate insurance. So I probably yeah. shouldn't have taken that client. I probably shouldn't have done that. I'm sure someone else could do better. But still, the, the concept for that bot is not what that's about. Yes. Um, it's not just a lead filtering thing. It mess- Facebook is not built for that. Facebook is built for engaging people and bringing people together. So if your business is not that, uh, then it probably won't work for you. If your business is built on relationships with your customers, Messenger will work very well for you. Yeah. And I think we're moving to that regardless if it's a chat bot or whether or not it is, is people want relationships, you know, so Mm -hmm. social media has done a wonderful thing to bring people together, but it's also disconnected people at times. So I think people are in that phase where they're the pendulum swinging back and they want it to be as, as relation relationship driven as possible, you know? So now, now, like I said, if you guys probably need to rewind and do you know what I mean? listen to this again, because it is a wonderful session with Mary Catherine. And before though we close, one of the things is we talk about relationship building and, you know, I'm a huge fan about this is I like to end or start my sessions by asking kind of a question that's out of the ordinary. Um, so we can get to know you a little bit better. So my question to you tonight, Mary Catherine is what's your favorite 80s song? <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you anything by the police and I'm good. You know, every breath okay. you take or no, what was it? Um, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Anything by the police. I'm All good. right. So the police, every breath you take. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear that, I'll be thinking of you, America. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Now, if <laughs> listeners would like to know about you, where, where can they find you? Where's all your levels of goodness that they can hop on and learn oh more God. about you? Yes. I'd love to engage with anyone that uh, is interested in this and has questions because as you can see, I just love talking about it. So <laughs> messengerfunnels.com is uh, the website. You can find out a little bit there. It's not a huge website. It's very, well, I think three pages, you know, that's it. Yeah. Um, you can go to Facebook, Messenger Funnels on Facebook. Um, you can go to marycatherinejohnson.com and the Catherine is K-A-T-H-R-Y-N and it's just Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N. I hope you know how to spell Mary. Um, so, uh, <laughs> MaryCatherineJohnson.com. And if you want to just email me directly, I don't mind giving you my email address. Sure. MKJ at MessengerFunnels.com. Um, there's plenty of places for you to reach out if you have a question. And if I can't or someone on my team can't answer it, we definitely should be able to tap our resources and find it out for you. All right. Well, Mary Catherine, it has been a wonderful, almost an hour with you. And I appreciate because it's almost midnight your time now. So thanks so much for being on the show. For everyone else, depending on where you are in the world when you listen to this, I hope you have a brilliant day. And I look forward to sharing with you an amazing story with my next episode uh, speaker. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And you'll want to tune in for that uh, episode. So stay tuned. Have an awesome day. This is Anne from Angela Henderson Consulting. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, www.angelahenderson.com.au.